Hello and welcome to the latest Progress Wrestling Hype Show. I'm Jonas from the Wrestling with Jonas podcast. Uh, joined as always by my good friends, my uh, podcast colleague, Regan Atzer Extraordinaire, the man behind the scenes, Mike Mad Dog Angus. Mike, how you doing, buddy? Absolutely brilliant as always, Jonas. Uh, absolute pleasure to uh, join you today and speak about Warriors Come Out to Play that we cannot wait for on uh, Sunday, August 28th. Looking forward to it. Not long to go now. And also to uh, let all our fans and friends know about what happened at Copperhead and Cottonmouth for the first two legs of the Deadly Viper Tour. Mm, indeed. And uh, joined by one of the custodians of Progress. I've got it right this time. Mr. Lee McAteer. How are you doing, sir? Great to see you again. I'm very good, Jonas. Thank you, as always, for having us. Very much appreciated. Looking forward to the show. Absolutely, absolutely. And as uh, Mike alluded to, we are here today to discuss uh, primarily uh, this here, which is going to be the next chapter show. Uh, 139, there we go. Well, crikey, they're flying by these chapters. Warriors come out to play from the Electric Ballroom in Camden, London, this coming Sunday. Uh, so eight amazing matches to discuss, the preview to hype up. Uh, but gentlemen, uh, you've just come off of the first leg, the first two shows of the Deadly Viper Tour. Um, a, a tour like this has not been done, I don't think, in progress history, and you've already completed show one and show two from Sheffield and Newcastle. Now, I didn't have the privilege of being there, unfortunately. I'm looking forward to seeing when they drop on demand. Uh, but uh, Mr. Angus and Mr. McAteer, um, what were your kind of recollections from those two shows i think we're going to talk about um uh is it sheffield first yeah we were at sheffield first for uh, for copperhead it was uh, chapter 137 uh last saturday and uh, yeah we had an absolutely brilliant time it was uh you know a really warm welcome from the sheffield crowd we had a lot of uh, a lot of familiar faces in the audience as well and uh, and some special guests who joined us there to visit visit us at that one so uh we had an absolutely wonderful time. The show itself was jam-packed. Opening with uh, Sunshine Machine, you can't start a tour any better way than the uh, the tag team champs there. Sunshine Machine had a great match against the returning Greedy Souls, and it was great to see Danny Jones and Bronco Brennan White back in a progress ring. And, uh, you know, they showed what a tough team they are. Great to see. Obviously, this show is going to be dropping on the uh, WWE Network, Peacock TV, and obviously Progress On Demand on the 26th of August, I believe. So this Friday night, that show is going to arrive on the network in time for you to watch before Warriors come to play. Um, we had some other amazing matches. Uh, Dean Allmark versus Hayata was another brilliant one. Hayata, great, great to see him in progress ring as well. And, um, you know, also we had uh, Gene Money um, with his first defence ever of the Gene Money um Gene Money's World Championship that he's that he's earned. There was streamers, <laughs> there was party poppers, there was there was a big party as he faced Maggot that night, and it was the first time the belt had uh, not been on the line, but the first time we'd seen the belt. It was unveiled in Sheffield, and uh, you know, in the uh, in the Steel City, and everyone there, uh, you know, they couldn't believe that Gene Money is now his own uh, World Champion. So uh... <laughs> very prestigious, very prestigious. Yeah, and uh, a couple of exciting things happened on the show. Well, it, brilliant show, really enjoyed it. But uh, interestingly, uh, one thing uh, that we saw was a triple threat match between Eliza Alexander, Raven Creed and Lana Austin, where um, Lana Austin, under some unscrupulous means, managed to steal a win in that one over Raven Creed. And uh, 
for Lana Austin, that was the end of uh, any interaction that she's going to be having with Raven Creed, I believe. So, uh, you know, that was an uh, interesting uh, interesting storyline development there for that one. And um, it was amazing as well to uh, finally get to see uh, Kansuki Takeshita um, in the UK. Uh, he's been brilliant on AEW, as we mentioned in the uh, in the build-up to the show. And uh, for him to face Leon Slater... Um, Unfortunately, Robbie X had to pull out last minute, um, you know, with a bit of a knock. And it was a shame to see Robbie injured there, but he'll be back very soon, I'm sure. And uh, Leon Slater stepped up into that place. And my God, what a match those guys had. Uh, Takeshita is uh, is something else. And if you haven't seen that one, that match is, is one you're definitely going to want to check out uh, when it drops on demand this week. And then uh, I'll let Lee tell you about some of the other news from uh, Sheffield and possibly the biggest piece of news that we had from Sheffield. I'll uh, let Mr. McAteer take it away. Well, the big demo era has begun and what an incredible match it was in Sheffield. I don't think anybody was expecting it, but now we have a new Progress World Champion, big demo. And the emotion that came from demo in the ring, out of the ring, I think I'm still recovering from the amount of pints of Guinness we ended up having afterwards. (laughs) Um, I think I'm still feeling a bit hazy even now, John, is from that, from being perfectly frank with you. So how, how he even managed to perform the way he did in Newcastle the next day in an unbelievable uh, triple threat tag match. Um, I mean, it was, it, was, it, was, it was crazy, but to see such raw emotion from Damo and to see how much that it meant to him, it was, uh, it was a real privilege to be there. And Great occasion. It was, it was truly wonderful. It really was. Absolutely. Well deserved. Brilliant wrestler, Damo, and uh, and you know it was a hard fought match. You know I didn't think uh, you know I thought Chris Ridgeway was going to be holding onto that belt for a long time, but I tell you what, I, I've never seen somebody uh, you know put, put up such a fight. But as well, he took a bit of a beating from Damo that day, and that um, the, the splash that finished him. I'm not sure if Ridgeway had picked up some sort of rib injury or something, but uh, it was a hard fought match, a real battle, and uh, you know in the end, Damo managed to out wrestle the champ, and uh, and there you have it, the Guinness. The Guinness did flow in Sheffield and uh, and Newcastle as well. <laughs> it was. I mean, without giving spoilers away, in the ring in, in, in Sheffield, literally everybody was throwing cans of Guinness to Damo. It was like, <laughs> it was like stone, stone, stone cold big Damo is what it was. He's <laughs> flowing all over the place. We get, we get to the bar. He's, he's literally, he's like, you know, let's, let's, have, a, let's have a drink or, or, or seven. And my word, literally, I wish I had shares in Guinness that night because the... The black stuff was flowing, and in between that and uh, and Takeshita losing his wallet and having his first ever chicken tikka masala, it was one hell of a night. Let me tell you. Uh, well, if you mention Guinness a few more times, they might throw you a sponsorship. You never know that these things tend to happen that way. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but but then there was Newcastle on uh, day two of the tour. Tell us a bit about that. Yeah, oh, so exciting to be in Newcastle and another warm welcome. Um, obviously, we're at the O2 Academy in Sheffield. I'd like to thank, obviously, all the staff there. They did a great job accommodating us and uh, looking after our fans. Uh, a really hot day in Sheffield and then Newcastle the next day. We were there and uh, a warm welcome from the team at the boiler shop. Um, you know, they looked after us a, a little bit uh, diff- different situation than we're used to because it was quite bright in there, you know. So to uh, yeah. you, you saw the show in a whole different light, literally. And, um, you know, we had another great time. Um, interesting, some of the great matches there. The Greedy Souls uh, managed to uh, pick up a win over the Smoking Aces in an awesome tag team matchup. That's one you definitely want to check out. Uh, really, really good there. And um, also where uh, we had Kanji facing against... Um, Rio on that show 
And uh, Laura Di Matteo uh, came out at the end and interjected herself in that one and caused a bit of trouble. So uh, that leads quite nicely onto what's going to be happening at Warriors come out to play. But the uh, rivalry between Kanji and Laura Di Matteo has certainly took a step to the uh, in that direction. And it was, uh, you know, some interesting stuff happening there as well. Uh, we also have the uh, MPS uh, the Natural Progression Series qualifier on that show. Mm. And the three guys who we, who we had on that absolutely showed up and did a great job. You know, obviously, uh, Shreddy, Shreddy was there causing havoc, as, as always. But uh, Screwface Ahmed and Liam, Liam Slater, both great competitors. And, uh, you know, that was a, a brilliant match. You'll have to wait and see what happens in that one to see who's uh, progressed in the uh, Natural Progression Series. And uh, once again, Takeshita on absolute top form in Newcastle. The crowd were going wild for him. There were queues around the building in the interval and at the end of the show to meet Takeshita to get his autograph, to get a T-shirt. His T-shirt sold out, but it was uh, Dean Allmark versus Takeshita. And what a match that was. It was, uh, you know, one of my favourite matches I've, I've witnessed live in, in my uh, wrestling time, my career, as you might speak of it. And, uh, you know, Dean Allmark and Takeshita, you know, again, absolute show stealer. And uh, loads more action, loads more action, which I'll let Mr. McAteer tell you all about as well. Well, it was. I mean, I mean, literally, when uh, you know, I spoke to Dino after the match and he just said to me, he said, it's very rare for me to be in a ring with somebody that has so much talent like that. And when you've got somebody who's, let's be frank about it, a legend of the game, coming out with comments like that, then you know that you've watched something truly spectacular. And yeah. from watching it in the venue itself, I mean, the... The crowd were totally hooked. They really, really were. And, and we're very much looking forward to, to welcoming back potentially later on in the year. Absolutely. Yeah, I can't wait to watch that one back. And uh, John, as you said yourself, that you haven't had a chance to watch it yet. Um, it's so going to drop on Saturday at five o'clock, I believe. So uh, Saturday the 27th, um, that will drop on uh, Cottonmouth and we'll be able to watch that match back. And uh, everyone who was there on the day was raving about it. It was all a lot of people have spoke about online since. So yeah, just great that we got such a, a great <clears> response <throat> from the fans and uh, some of the reviews have been so, so kind to us. And, uh, and you know, the, the, the show the guys put on was absolutely amazing. Definitely worth a watch both, both days. And uh, we can't wait to carry on the tour a little bit later on in the year. So, uh, yeah, we've still got Manchester, Cardiff and Birmingham to come on the Deadly Viper Tour. And, uh, you know, if these two shows are anything to go by, anything can happen on the Deadly Viper Tour. Like we said, championship change hands on the first day. You know, who knows? Who knows who's going to appear? And who knows what could happen on the Deadly Viper Tour? And, and if, I can, if I can just add to that, is that, for, you know, it goes without saying, but the North matters. And every single show, whether it's in the ballroom, whether it's in the O2 in Sheffield or Manchester, the Boyle House or any one of the other amazing venues we work with, anything can happen. And the only way to see it is there live to get the real idea of what you might witness in, in person. And, you know, to have someone like Takeshita, who would come off a, an unbelievable um, match in AEW with, uh, with obviously with Claudio, Formula Cesaro, we'd fought John Moxley, not long before that for the AEW World Championship. You know, the level of the people that we're bringing on board, I'm incredibly proud of. But also, and dare I say it, I'm even more proud of the people that are on our current roster. And I know there's obviously a lot of talk right now about what's happened, um, you know, sadly with WWE NXT. And I've been bombarded with, with a lot of people. But the reality is, is that I'm incredibly proud of our current roster. 
And there's going to have to be something truly magical to knock some of those people out of those that are currently on progress. And that's the reason why we've got an amazing show coming up for, for Warriors. And I'm really excited about what the, the future is going to be. And yeah, but I just, I can't take any more Guinness from, from Damo. Honestly, my, my liver just... The big demo era has begun in progress and uh, you've covered off the first two shows from the Deadly Viper Tour very, very nicely there, gents. And as you said, um, night one, Sheffield uh, drops on the 26th. So this coming Friday, night two, the Newcastle show drops on the 27th, which is on the Saturday, the very day before Warriors come out to play uh, chapter 139 from the Electric Ballroom in Camden, London. Let's talk about the, the eight matches uh, that have been announced already for Sunday's show. And uh, it's another stacked card. Um, but uh, this match in particular is very, very intriguing. Obviously, Maggot, uh, the son of nothing, has become a progress uh, fan favourite uh, over the last few months since we first saw him in that uh, super strong style qualifier back in May. And uh, against the returning Eddie Dennis, you mentioned about NXT UK. And he, of course, he was a big favourite on, on that as uh, the manager of Symbiosis. But he's... But it's been a long time in coming for Eddie Dennis to be back in a progress ring. And this coming Sunday from the Electric Ballroom, it's going to happen. Eddie Dennis versus Maggot. Uh, Lee, first of all, I'm going to throw this match over to you. Any thoughts on these two? It's going to be a fantastic encounter, isn't it? Well, it, it is. I mean, it's uh, you know, what's been really positive behind the scenes is that there's been a number of different talent that have been reaching out to myself and other members of the team about wanting to come back on progress. And Eddie has been desperate to come back to progress for a long period of time. And this was discussed and arranged well before the unfortunate news that happened with NXT UK. As, as Eddie said on his, on his social media this week, he's coming home. You know, that's how he sees progress. And I'm sure he's going to be going to get in a you know, wonderful, um, you know, warm and raucous applause as he comes out of the, uh, as he comes through the proverbial curtain. But Maggot is no pushover. Maggot is becoming a crowd favourite. I mean, for those of you that haven't seen him live, Maggot is amazing. Uh, you know, we first saw him at WXW and we were like, wow, this guy is incredible. And the whole, you know, his whole entire theme and presence as he comes out. And, you know, this is, this is, this is a really big task for Eddie Dennis on his return because there's so much riding on it. He feels as though he should still be progress champion from a few years ago. The reality is he isn't. He's got a lot to prove, especially now as he's coming out into, dare I say, a new era. And what better way to prove himself other than the son of nothing maggot? I'm really excited for this. Absolutely. Mike, any quick thoughts on that match? Yeah, exactly. Can't wait for it. I think uh, I've been a huge fan of Maggot ever since he arrived on the scene. And, uh, and you know, every every time we he's anywhere, you know, he wins the fans over with his... Uh, it, as soon as he struts out, it's uh, that's it. Everyone's involved. Everyone's clapping along and he dances out. And, you know, he might steal Charles Crowley's uh, gear or whatever. You never know what's going to happen next with Maggot. But he's, uh, he, you know, the move set the guy's got and just the, his, his technical ability is absolutely brilliant. And to see some of the stuff he does is, is very different than a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of wrestlers that I've seen. So it's a really interesting character. And uh, to have him face off against Eddie Dennis in his return is, you know, it's a really exciting prospect because, you know, uh, Eddie Dennis is, is somebody who's uh, synonymous with uh, with progress uh, in, from the past. He's a progress OG. You know, he's been there since sort of right near the start and, uh, you know, has been champion in the past. I think his last match was um, something like 2019 when he had to vacate the, the belt. And um, 
and you know it'd be it'd be interesting it's not gonna be an easy match no. for eddie dennis i think eddie's thinking he's coming back for a bit of a an applause <laughs> bit of a showcase match for him to show him what he can still do that's not going to be the case he's in big trouble <laughs> I, I think eddie's gonna have some nerves coming back into that progress ring he does Literally, these guys that you know that have not been in progress for a while, you know, it's a big wake-up call here. First of all, they've been given an opportunity, which not everyone's going to be given, like I said, because I want to be loyal to the people that are currently on there. Um, and secondly, you know, I, I think Maggot's the favourite for this. And I'll, I'll say I it. Agree. I'll I agree. I think Maggot is the favourite. You, know, you know, Eddie Dennis back in progress. There's going to be a lot of pressure on him. He's got a lot of stuff to prove. Maggot has been in there. He's been doing some great things. I tell you, it's going to be interesting. There we go. Let's talk about this one. Um, a straight jacket match between Raven Creed and Lee's favourite wrestler, no, Lana Ross. Ask away. Oh, I will happily answer anything. <laughs> this is, this is no. going to be absolutely wonderful. Take it away, Lee. Take it away. Lana Austin is putting that straight jacket and she can't say anything. She won't be able to do anything. And Raven finally gets her hands on it on a one-on-one -on -one basis. Do you know what? <laughs> I, I'm going to be so happy, honestly. I mean, do you know what? I mean, I probably don't, you know, Dame will probably want me to drink more Guinness anyway, but this will give me a better reason because she may well be the Daily Star's favourite wrestler. She's not my favourite wrestler. And I appreciate this is maybe a bit of a spoiler for a future show, but it looks like Millie McKenzie coming back to progress is going to make become Daily Star's favourite wrestler. You know what? It couldn't happen to a nicer person, Lana Austin. After she tried to push me into a swimming pool, you know what? It's uh, I'd, I'd say that's called karma, and the karma is going to be coming, <laughs> it's going to be coming to Camden at that ballroom, and I cannot, cannot, cannot wait to see it. It's going to be absolutely bloody wonderful. Oh, Mike, uh, how are you feeling about this match? Another fantastic match that demonstrates once again how strong, how stacked uh, the the women's roster is in Progress Wrestling. Well, exactly. Raven Creed uh, has been on a tear through progress and uh, she's been waiting to get her hands on Lana Austin for, for quite a while. Lana has evaded capture on numerous occasions and, uh, and you know, the, only in uh, Sheffield, Lana managed to steal a win off Raven with the help of uh, Eliza Alexander, uh, Lizzie Evo and... Uh, and you know, then and that was it. Lana was done with Raven. She said, "You know, I never have to face her again." And uh, sort of straight after that, Progress Management stepped in on Twitter and said, "Actually, you're going to face her again. You've got a straight jacket match against her." So <laughs> that had me cracking up. That was literally. Was like trying to put me into that swimming pool. You saw the Reese's reaction. It says it all. But yeah. that match and that stipulation alone has got to entice you to get tickets. If you haven't already bought your tickets for Chapter 139, Warriors come out to play. The information's running along the ticker at the bottom of the screen. Just go to progresswrestling.com forward slash tickets. It will transport you to the Dice FM app where you can get your tickets for Warriors come out to play and all future Progress Wrestling shows. But uh, this match here um, is a match that I'm particularly looking forward to. One of my favourites, G-Money with the, the G-Money uh, World Championship, however he's describing it, against uh, uh, Tate Mayfair's um, two of, of, of two of the most uh, fantastic characters in British wrestling, doing some great stuff in progress, and uh, this is going to be a really great match uh, for all the progress faithful in the Electric Ballroom on Sunday. But uh, Mike, your thoughts on this one? Yeah, the way someone mentioned it to me was that it's the two most uh, delusional wrestlers in the UK facing each other. Tate Mayfair's the uh, greatest wrestler ever to walk on planet Earth. 
and uh, and Gene Money, the world champion of Gene Money, um, with the Gene Money Championship. Um, it's it's, you know, it's 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 two guys who are absolutely top class, talented athletes, but who are just both so entertaining. Uh, you know, in in you know in different ways, and um, you know, Gene Money has be has become one of my absolute fan favorites in the UK as just a you know. A, a talented wrestler, but an absolute, you know, a genius. Um, and now that he's become a world champion, you know, the, the you know, the the universe is his oyster. And um, you know, Tate Mayfair's as well. Tate, this is greatness. He, he tells tells everyone every day on on Twitter, Tate, this is greatness. Um, and you know what, he absolutely is. I was only speaking to him the other day, and he actually mentioned his influences in wrestling as we were uh, as we were out and about, and he said. He's, you know, learned a lot from watching videos of Eddie Guerrero. He's a huge fan of Eddie Guerrero. And, you know, that's, uh, you know, if you're going to be great, then Eddie Guerrero is one of the ones to watch. So, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's learned from the best and he's, uh, and, you know, he's put his own spin on, he's got his own style. And uh, that match, anything could happen in that one uh, with, with these two guys because they're so creative. And, uh, you know, I, I can't wait to see it. And I, I don't know if the, if the world championship of Gene Money, held by Gene Money, is on the line, but, you know, I'm sure we'll find out on Sunday. <laughs> Got to be there. Well, here's, here's the thing, guys. You look at the illustrious list of people that happen to have held the Gene Money World Championship. I mean, let's look at it. It's Gene Money. Gene's held it, yeah. And Gene Money. Yeah. And Gene and Gene Money. So, I mean, literally, it's, Gene, a, yeah. it's an illustrious list. But take this as greatness. And the, the guy is on a roll. My word, I mean, the guy can chat, can take... I mean, literally, he talks my ear off every time I see him. And he believes in himself. And you know what? It's a great thing that, you know, if, you, if you're positive and you believe in yourself, then anything can happen. And I don't know anybody on the Progress roster that has more confidence and belief in themselves than Tate. And you look at what he's coming out with on social media. Talk is cheap. Actions speak louder than words ever can. The real question, can Tate Mayfair's really now back up those words and show that he is the real deal? And Absolutely. whether or not he'll be the Gene Money Championship winner of Gene Money, etc., then who knows? <laughs> but one thing's for sure, these guys like to talk, they've got strong opinions, and anything could happen in this match. Absolutely. And uh, I, I know for one, having recently done a, a 45 minute interview with Tate Mayfair's, uh, that uh, it, it, there's only one person that he believes in, that's himself. And he's going to take uh, himself to the very top. And he starts on Sunday against uh, that damn dirty dog, G Money. Uh, hey, John, go ahead. Before we move on, can we just see the graphic one more time? Absolutely. Somebody somebody pointed out on Twitter, it looks like they've just seen someone have some sort of skateboard incident just off, <laughs> off I thought it was Gene doing an impression of tape for a second there. Uh, but uh... <laughs> I think it's the reaction that they're both gonna sit both gonna be like when they see Lana Ross in a straitjacket person yeah. getting carted back over. <laughs> Oh, brilliant. Let's talk about this, uh, this amazing tag match for the Progress Tag Team World Championships, the current champions, Sunshine Machine, going up against CPF, Danny Black and Just Joe Lando. Now, this match is going to be wild. Now, as I've said many, many times before on these hype shows, Progress has the best tag team division in the whole of the UK, the whole of Europe, possibly the world. Uh, and this match is going to prove that on Sunday from the Electric Ballroom. These two teams are 
are going to be flying all over the ballroom. Uh, but uh, Lee, starting with yourself, this is going to be a wild match and possibly uh, could steal the show. Well, look at what Joe Lando's been up to. Joe Lando has taken it upon himself. He's been on GCW in the States. He's been having some incredible matches, like likes of Nick Wayne and others. And, and the guy is on fire right now. He really, really is on fire. Not only, he, he'd already proved he was the real deal on progress, right? But now he's proving to the world and to the States that, they, that he's the real deal. And what better way as the crowning moment of him coming out in terms of being that amazing champion, dare I say it, with his best mate. I mean, this is going to be really, really interesting because the Sunshine Machine, they're on a roll. They seem to be completely unstoppable. And I tell you what's unstoppable is that every time I hear their, their theme tune, it's in my head for the next 17 hours <laughs> on, a, on, a, on, a, on a random notebook. But again, you know, these guys, you know, CPF, they're, again, they're talking a good game. But look at Damo. Damo really believed in himself before he, uh, he beat Chris Ridgway for the World Championship. And nobody thought that was going to happen. And you look at Tate Mayfair's talking such a big game. You look at CPF talking a big game. Anything can happen, and you can only see it in live if I've been there. So, as you rightly said, Jonas, I am biased, but I do think we've got the best tag team division. And my word, this is going to be another one that's going to be off the charts. It's going to be, you know, bodies flying all around the ballroom. It's going to be crazy. Absolutely. Mike, uh, give us your thoughts on this one. This, this, this match could steal the show, uh, like me, so many more of the uh, Progress Tag Matches in uh, 2022. They've been real barn burners, and this one's going to be no different. There's, there's been some absolute crackers, Jonathan. All I'm going to say is uh, I'll be contacting air traffic control about 10 minutes before that match just to warm them, <laughs> because I think we're going to be seeing all sorts, all, sto all sorts of stuff. That shooting star elbow Joe Lando hit. Uh, in the States just the other day. I've seen it so many times now on Twitter. Oh, amazing, and, uh, by the way. That, that is absolutely incredible. Incredible. What, a, what an athlete. And, you know, we've seen Danny Black as well do some absolutely insane manoeuvres recently. And, you know, Teeks and uh, and Chuck as well, those guys, you know, they, they go airborne every now and again themselves. You know, we've seen uh, that headbutt uh, TK hits off the apron. That's absolutely insane. And, you know, if that... Uh, if one of these guys gets mullered by that, that's going to be, uh, you know, game over for them. So, uh, yep, cannot wait for that one. Another great tag team match and it'll uh, potentially steal the show as well. Absolutely. That uh, Progress World Tag Team Championship match is going to be one to watch. You've got to be there. Um, and uh, this one here for the Progress Atlas Championship Current champion Luke Jacobs going in, defending his title against man like DeRees, who's been on a tear in 2022 across the UK and progress, no less, was involved in the Thunder Bastard uh, match uh, just last month. Uh, but these two, we talk about show stealers, Mike. Uh, this could be another one. And this is going to be another hard-hitting affair, isn't it? Well, in the uh, in the main event, the six-person uh, six tag match, that we have in Newcastle. These guys came face-to-face -face in that one. It was Hayata, Luke Jacobs, and the Progress Champion, Big Demo, taking on the 0-1-2-1, Leon Slater, Dan Maloney, a man like Doris. And, and what a battle those guys had. It was, you know, it was a match that were all over, all over the boiler shop in Newcastle. Uh, there was there was people flying about, chairs flying about the place and all sorts, and some absolutely hard-hitting action, but no more so than uh, when Luke Jacobs, a man like Doris, 
encountered each other. And they also encountered each other in Sheffield, in fact, in a triple threat match there with um, with the Atlas Championship on the line, but also with Dunksilla, Mark Davis, involved in the match with them in a triple threat. So this is going to be the first time that these guys have actually been able to fight one-on-one. And as you said, man like Doris has been on such a tear around the UK. Everywhere we go, Doris, Doris, Doris is on fire, rings, rings out around the place. And when he says, oh, one, Lee, you say... Five one because that's what I'm saying. I mean, here's, here's the thing, John. Is right, okay. Is that if you think about the what could end up happening by the end of the show, this could be the start of the reign of the 0121. You know, we're looking at man like Darice. I think this is a real, you know, there's a real possibility that man like Darice might become the Atlas champ. I appreciate we're going to talk shortly regarding Big Demo versus Driller. And then you look at Leon Slater. I mean, Leon Slater, the boy is already a star. Absolutely no doubt about it. But that match he had in Sheffield, I was there standing with some of the fans, right? And they were looking at me going, this guy is a star. And then somebody else said, a star is born, you know. And, and obviously we know how good he is, but the 0121 could be the faction to really watch out for for the rest of the year. And especially as we go into 2023. And you Absolutely. can't forget as well, Lee, they've got Jody Fleisch still, who's injured on the sidelines at the moment, but who could reappear at any time. You know, uh, best wishes to Jody, who's had yeah, an injury absolutely. as well. And he'd be, you know, he'll be back. Absolutely. And I just want to bring up one picture, and I think this is possibly from Newcastle, but to demonstrate how hard a hitter Luke Jacobs is. And look at that chop there. And, and uh, like I say, Leon Slater, um, he's chest must have hurt after that one but uh there we go that that's that's the sort of uh, wallops we're going to be expecting from the electric ballroom uh on sunday um and then there was this one here speaking of wallops uh we've got anthony gogo coming back over from the states uh for the second time i think um but uh, this time he's going up against another cpf Callum Newman, who's had a terrific 2022, um, has had some barn burner of matches in, in progress alongside his teammates, uh, had a great showing in Super Strong Style 16 in June, uh, but now he's got his opportunity to shine against Anthony Gogo. Uh, Lee, kick us off with this one. What are your thoughts on these two individuals and how this match might go? Well, outside of John Moxley, Anthony Gogo is on the best winning streak in AEW. So, Callum yeah. Newman has got a big, big task ahead of him. We've seen how Anthony has been in the ring so far with progress. We also saw how he was at TNT Extreme Wrestling. You know, the, the guy is the real deal. He really is the real deal. But of course, I don't think I'm being disrespectful when I say this, is that he loves being in London. He's a very, very, very proud British guy. He's obviously a British hero in terms the of governor. In the Olympics. And he's not so keen on being in the States. He doesn't quite like what the, uh, our American friends are necessarily all about. So any opportunity he has to come back to progress, he obviously wants to, uh, wants to be a part of. And we, we're very, thoughtful, very, very thankful that he, uh, he's going to be coming back. And it's, uh, it's a sign of where, where progress is at. You know, he, he wants to be on progress. He's got massive ambitions. He wants to be the progress world champion. Every time I speak to him, he's telling me that's his aim. That's his ambition. And you know what? It's going to be a really, really interesting time to see exactly where Anthony's career in progress and beyond goes to. But as a very proud British promotion, of course, it goes without saying that we're very proud to have such a 
you know, an icon of, uh, of British sport and obviously now in wrestling on the show itself. But that's not taking away, away taking anything away from Callum. I mean, you saw how, uh, how how amazing Callum is, and there's no doubt. I mean, actually, Anthony put in his story that actually that for the next five years, Anthony felt as though he is the present of professional wrestling in Britain. He thinks that Callum is the five years after him. And of course, that's what he put out on his Instagram story. So that shows you how much Anthony values and feels how good Callum Newman is. Now, I appreciate there's been a bit of back and forth banter between Callum and Anthony and, and whatnot, but they might not admit it, but there is a, an underlying respect there between the pair of them. But you know what? I think this is this is probably Anthony's biggest biggest task so far in progress. And it's going to be interesting again to see to see where it all goes because Callum Newman is going to come out swinging, and we know what he can do in the ring. We've seen it numerous times, and he's going to be a competitor that I don't think Anthony has ever seen before. Mm -hmm. It's definitely a match that's going to take uh, either one of these two's progress career to that next level, I'm sure. Mike, any quick thoughts on those two and what sort of match we can be expecting on Sunday? Well, Callum Newman, the Prince of Pace, he's the shooting star of British wrestling. You know, he's. Uh, He's such a talent, you know, aerial ability, amazing, absolutely, you know, decent wrestling ability as well. Great guy. And, uh, you know, a go-go, you know, we've seen him. He's, you know, put on a show. He's a star, the governor. Uh, but uh, he could could be in big trouble himself this this weekend. You know, Callum has got, has got it in the tank to to, uh, to take a go-go down. But uh, we'll have to see see what happens on Sunday. Looking forward to Looking forward to it for sure. Absolutely. Let's hope that uh, the governor doesn't underestimate Callum Newman. Otherwise, he could be in for a big shock. But that's going to be a fantastic match on Sunday, as is this one here uh, for the Progress Women's World Championship. Kanji, the reigning defending champion, uh, goes up against Laura Di Matteo once again. Now, I think it was uh, chapter 136 when we saw these two face off in the ballroom the last time. Um, but uh, this match... Um, certainly after kind of the aftermath of their last big ballroom match uh, could be very, very interesting indeed. And uh, can Kanji keep her fieriness in order? Um, and uh, will Laura Di Matteo use this opportunity uh, to become the Progress Women's World Champion? Uh, Mike, I'm going to start with you this time. A, a fascinating match, especially after what we've seen previously. Well, exactly, John. As when we were last in the ballroom, Kanji... Uh picked up the win there but it was it was a brutal brutal victory of that of that one and uh, you know Laura uh, Laura Di Matteo so he wasn't um I don't think she was 100% happy with how that happened and you know it, things got very heated they had to be separated then uh, you know as we were on on tour as well things it kicked off it got worse and then to the point where um you know Laura now is is really gunning for Kanji and uh, you know Kanji as well she's got she's got that fire she is a fighting champion and uh, you know this one is going to be, uh, you know, the emotions have got heated. It's yes. it's got it's got violent. Uh, you know, Rio, uh, you know, ended up falling by the wayside after after this one as well. You know, with these guys, uh, just chaos ensued in Newcastle. And uh, and I think it's you know it's got excitement written all over it. And can can she hold on to the women's championship? Is what we all want to know. Laura, she's been with Progress for seven years. She feels now is her time. She feels her opportunities getting stolen by Kanji, who's been. You know, dealt this lucky hand that she shouldn't have, shouldn't have been given. So uh, we will uh, we will find out on Sunday if uh, you know if she can do it, and it's mm, going to be yeah. a good chance. 
Yeah, and Lee, my question to you is, you know, we've known Kanji for a couple of years now inside a progress ring. And I think, um, you know, one of her biggest asset has been her kind of her fieriness and uh, the, the way that she kind of really, really gets herself um, hyped up for these matches and how she performs in the ring. But that kind of was to her detriment in the ballroom the last time we saw these two in a match. Um, do you think that could be the deciding factor when these two go face to face for the championship again on Sunday? I think Kanji's going through a crisis of wondering what it is that she needs to do. And we all know that in terms of how she's been is that she's very much a good person, wants to do the right thing. But we've seen little elements of frustration that have boiled over to the point that you would argue that that kind of slight crisis mentally and internally is making her think what she needs to do to try and ensure that she stays the, the progress women's champion. And as Mike said, you know, Laura is really confident and she's wanting to do whatever she can in order to try and become progress women's champion. And obviously this is the, this has been building up and built up even more so over Sheffield, over Newcastle. And now it's really going to come to a head in the ballroom on Sunday. Absolutely. That's going to be a fascinating match and uh, a fantastic story behind all of this and a great build and definitely one that I'm certainly looking forward to. And then to cap things off, Big Damo, the uh, the, the a man behind the, the era of Big Damo, of the Progress World Championship against Dan Maloney. Um, this is going to be a fantastic match. Um, and uh, like I say, two of the best in the world right now with the way they're performing. Uh, but the Damo era has begun and Dan Maloney is the uh, the, the first man uh, to possibly overcome the big man. But uh, that's going to be a fascinating encounter for the World Championship. And uh, like I say, one to watch for sure. Uh, Lee, your thoughts on that one? Well, you've got the TNT Extreme Wrestling Champion going up against the Progress Men's Champion, and I don't think anyone's quite realised that at this particular point in time. I mean, we talk about confidence. Maloney is confident. He's really, really confident. And after seeing what was quite honestly one of the most insane suplexes on Big Demo up in Newcastle. Yeet! I mean, my word. I mean, when it comes to actual strength, I, I mean, we all know Maloney's strength, you know, it's, it's got huge amounts of strength, but this was on a whole different level in terms of what we've seen. It was literally like a deadlift suplex on Big Damo. And the crowd was just watching going, this is crazy. Maloney thinks it's his time. He's been champion, obviously, in TNT for a while. And he's got, you know, he, he wants this. He wants to be that double champ. And you know what? Who am I to, to rule against it? We've seen what can happen in, in Sheffield. Now, obviously, Damo is a fighting champion. Um, first of all, I mean, I don't think we can obviously, I think we've got to mention this, is that Damo's actually defending the Progress World Championship in Chicago the day before. So, wow. we're, obviously, so we're obviously presuming that Damo, and that's no pushover for Damo may add, you know, Damo's obviously got to win that, and then he's coming straight from Chicago to London. I mean, he said he was a fighting champion. I know he's had a, he's had a few more Guinness after Manchester United finally showed up for the first time in about four years. So there's a lot going on, a hell of a lot going on. But, you know, Maloney is determined. And who knows, by that particular point, Derice might be the Atlas champ. Mm. If Maloney becomes the, the champ, and bear in mind, we're obviously going from a TNT perspective, TNT and GCW and everything that's happening there. You know, we know that a man like Derice is taking on Matt Cardona 
Well, all of a sudden, who knows what's going to be happening, but this British scene is about to go absolutely popping. And there's only one way to see it all, and that's to be there live in the ballroom in Camden on Sunday, because, my word, things are going down, and I'm so, so excited for it. Absolutely. And uh, progress.com forward slash tickets is where you get your tickets for Sunday show. But, Mike, that World Championship match um, is worth the price of admission alone, as they say. And uh, without any sort of exaggeration at all, uh, those two men are going to put on a display on Sunday for that world title. That, that's true. Uh, you know, I've seen Dan Maloney wrestle so much over the, the course of the last year. And, you know, what, what an impressive talent he is. And, you know, uh, you know, absolute legend. Uh, but Damo, you know, what a hero Damo is. These these are two absolutely guys who are at the top of the game. They are superstars. And, uh, and you know, Damo, you know, the 0121, all three guys from the 0121 earned Damo's respect when we were in Newcastle in that six-person six tag. And uh, and you know the 0121 had the opportunity for for one of them to take him on, and it's Dan who's uh, who's answered the call on this occasion. And uh, you know Maloney is uh, you know he is a, he is a diamond, and uh, this is going to be uh, a huge threat to Damo's championship. I think um, Damo needs to be absolutely on his A game if he is going to take on the driller because you know Dan is somebody who is just such a great wrestler and someone who's so passionate about wrestling. You know he. Uh, he speaks about how, uh, you know, he was influenced when he was younger by Batista and his, you know, the, the work this guy puts in in the gym that you don't see. You know, you see him in the ring and he's a he's a big guy, but the work this guy puts in in the gym and, you know, constantly athletic training and everything, you know, it, it doesn't surprise me that even with the size of Big Damo and the weight advantage that, you know, Dan managed to fling him across the ring and yeet him in uh, Newcastle because uh, I tell you what, Dan has worked so hard and, uh, and, you know, this could be, it could be his time and it could be time for the 0121 to ascend to the top of progress. And we'll Very I've, got, I've got somebody calling me that I'm going to have to take this call. So, Jonas, it's been go. an absolute pleasure. This is going to be interesting. Cheers, guys. <laughs> oh, Speak to oh, you soon. Oh, oh, oh. You never know who Lee's going to have on the show, honestly. <laughs> there we this go. I'm, I'm very intrigued. But uh, 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 next uh, uh, big surprise, John is on the show. <laughs> who knows? That could uh, could uh, Im implicate Sunday's proceedings. But we've spoken about eight fantastic matches there. We have to look forward to on August the 28th from the Electric Ballroom, Camden, London. Uh, the Electric Ballroom, of course, the spiritual home of progress. And uh, like I say, it's going to be literally electric. Uh, when those eight matches are in front of our very eyes on Sunday. Um, but uh, a fantastic card. And then another card to look forward to that we're going to briefly uh, look at now is the following Sunday, the day after WWE's clash at the castle. Um, progress will be in town, of course. But one match that has been announced um, is Dean Allmark. Progress favourites going up against um, another... UK legend, you could say, one of the best wrestlers in the UK going up against Dean Allmark because he knows all the holds um, in, in the book at the Tram Shed Wrestling Golf Madrid in that order. These two, Mike, are going to put on an absolute clinic, aren't they? And that's a match uh, that I'm very much looking forward to. Mike Bird in a progress ring as well. Yeah, I believe Bird's had a few uh, previous progress matches. But a, a Welsh veteran, you know, a, tr a trainer himself, and obviously Allmark been a tr training people for years, and his, yeah. uh, these two are both 
technically sound, technically proficient, two of the best on the planet, you know, technical-wise. And the, the matches Dean Ormark has had over the last couple of matches, I've seen him have a progress. I've been some of the best wrestling matches that I've ever seen. So for these two to be facing each other and for Mike Baird to be making his return to progress and uh, for it to be in Wales as well for, uh, you know, right near his hometown, wow, uh, yeah. this is going to be great stuff for him and great stuff for the fans. People are going to lo love this one. And, uh, you know, it's going to be so exciting to be uh you know, to be there in Cardiff for the uh, Clash of the Castle weekend. We've got progress in the daytime and then TNT Extreme Wrestling in the evening as well. And um, I believe the progress show at, the, at Cardiff has completely sold out. And um, there wow. was a massive waiting list for that show. And I think there's only a few tickets left now for the TNT show as well for in the evening. That's so, nice. uh, yeah, yeah, and you never know what could happen with both those promotions being in the... Uh, in the city at the same time, anything could anything could happen, and there's not just those guys there. There's, uh, you know, I believe WWE might be in town the day before. Uh, I've heard little rumours of ICW doing something there, so you just yeah. never know who it could be about. And it's uh, it's going to be an exciting weekend in Wales. Cannot wait to be there as well. But uh, the, the but wrestling now, world, they they they're going to congregate in Wales, Cardiff, Wales that weekend. Um, <laughs> Absolutely, but uh, like I say, some some of the, the the talent that have been announced for Chapter uh, One Forty Wrestling Golf Madrid in that order, and this match here, Dean Allmark versus Mike Bird, and I'm sure many more matches will be announced in the coming days. Just uh, keep your eyes peeled to Progress Wrestling social media, and uh, I'm, I'm sure by the time this drops, there probably would have been another match or two announced. But uh, we're going to do a separate hype show for chapter 140 in a few days time uh, to get you all ready for that show in Cardiff but um, Mike we've spoken about the eight matches that's going to be taking place um, at uh, Warriors come out to play chapter 139 from the spiritual home the electric ballroom in Camden this coming Sunday August the 28th um, just give us one final pitch one final sale on why if you haven't already got a ticket people should be going to progresswrestling.com forward slash tickets and getting their tickets today Mike Oh, guys, it's Warriors come out to play. You know, August 28th, Sunday, we're going to be there. It's going to be amazing. We've got the return of Eddie Dennis. You know, you've got Maggot's going to be in the house. They've got the first ever Progress straight jacket match. Yes. Um, you know, Gene Money, defending the Gene Money World Championship of Gene Money against Tate Mayfair's Sunshine Machine in action. You've got the return of Joe Lando from the States, and Danny Black's going to be there with him. We've got Luke Jacobs taking on Man Like Doris. It's uh, Ooh, That's a, a banger in itself. You know, it's wow. just... It's just going to be uh, such a show. The return of Anthony Agogo as well. Callum Newman taking him on. That's going to be a, a big challenge for Callum. But I, I know he's got a heart in him. He can do, he can do it, you know. And uh, we'll have to see. The governor could be in trouble. And uh, can Kanji can she retain that women's championship? There's just so much going on. And uh, once again, big demo, Dan Maloney. That is going to be, you know, an absolute battle. And I cannot wait. Uh, so excited for Sunday. And then the week after... We're in Cardiff as well, so there's so much, so much to come from Progress Wrestling, and uh, we just hope you'll all be there to join us in the ballroom. And uh, as always, Jonas, it's a, an honour to join you, my friend, and thank you so much for uh, for talking through the show with us today. Uh, we're looking forward to seeing you there, and don't forget, Sorry. everybody, to check out Copperhead and Cottonmouth when they drop on demand this week on Friday and Saturday due to drop at five o'clock. And that's on the WWE Network and Peacock as well. So uh, check those out. And we can't wait to see you soon at a progress show. 
Absolutely. Well, I'm going to be in the ballroom on Sunday. Mike's going to be in the ballroom Sunday. Make sure you're there as well. Progresswrestling.com forward slash tickets to get yours today. Uh, don't be that guy, as SoCal, Sal, uh, SoCal Val would say. Uh, make sure that you don't miss out on that show uh, or any future Progress shows. But uh, Mike, it's been a pleasure and uh, catch you soon, my friend. Thank you so much, John. I'll see you soon. Up in the mad though, Mike Angus. See you soon, everybody. And thanks to Lee. <laughs> Cheers, Lee. <laughs>